so I ate Chipotle this afternoon, mm -hmm. and I feel like I have a softball full of rice sitting in my stomach. And it's just been like alien all afternoon, like, get it out! <laughs> God, I miss Chipotle. It's, and it I'm it amazes me that there is no place in northern Michigan, like anywhere north of Saginaw, there's just no fucking Chipotle. It's like, but they'll have like every other like chain except for Chipotle. And Chipotle is good for me because for some reason, like I can eat their stuff and still lose weight. But any yeah. other chain, it's like, good luck, you know? Um, yeah. Well, you have, it's kind of like Subway in the sense that you can like, oh, I won't eat the rice. So I'll go low carb. And uh, I, I still eat the rice, but I, 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 I don't do beans. Um, I don't do beans and I don't, I do a lot of veggies and I could also do bowls, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, you don't it, have to have the tortilla. Dude, the truth is, is like, if you just stick to like meat and veg, man, you'll lose, you'll just shed pounds and it's actually That's, an easy way to like, to do it. Um, I, I just got to quit the beer. The beer is my, to tell you the truth, dude, I'm drinking one right now and, and I'm, I'm down, I'm down to 202. So I went oh, nice. from 215 to 202. So I'm trying to get, before Jerry gets here for a three-year, I'm trying to get down to below 200. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm going to the, but I'm also hitting the gym and I'm doing like whey protein and like pre-workouts and shit like that. But <clears throat> yeah, for the first time, I've never, I've never done like supplements. Um, but yeah, man, if you cut out just, it's, it's all it is, dude. It's just, you cut out sugars and fucking carbs, like... Just do well, meat. For me, and veg. that's all beer. <laughs> I, I like. It's true, but I, but uh, <laughs> if, if, but my my thing is is like if that's your only carbs, I still think you can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I've done it. Like I, I got real fucking hammered the other day with Nate. Um, uh, we podcasted, but dude, I haven't I haven't edited them yet. But like they're short, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucked up. You know what I mean? Like just really. Because <laughs> like, I don't eat, you know what I mean. So it's so it's like yeah. So I'm like I'm drinking on an empty stomach, and then I'm just I'm just I'm way too fucked. Oh, you okay? I dropped the devil. Oh, I thought you dropped the beer. I was like, good god, right on your keyboard. Shit. No, I've done that though. Get that thing in rice. I have two with coffee and beer. Ugh. I'm usually drinking one or the other while I'm while I'm editing. So yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I, I apologize for last last time we podcasted, man. I just like we were du dude, we had such a good like conversation starter and we were like I think that last episode was really good. I haven't edited it yet, but that's gonna be that's gonna be tomorrow. No, morning. I think it ended really well. Like that was the first time the next day I was like, Oh, Ryan had a really good point there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and it's, so, it's funny because I got it from like a Christian guy, but it's it's he's not well, wrong. It's trash. It's a trash. I know. I know. <laughs> it, it's not. He's not wrong. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it's. I think that's where it comes down to, and that's that's where I disagree with. Like he was doing it today, dude. Where it's like. Rogan really at this point is like I'm almost like ready to like bail on his podcast because it's it's like. A lot of times he has really interesting guests, and I understand like you and Nate don't like him. Both of you are like, dude, fuck, fuck him, and and I and, and you know there are in instances where I really enjoy his show because he'll have like really interesting guests, and they'll like talk about like real things. 
But there are like certain subjects now that he just like it's like my pastor growing up. Like he just keeps hammering that nail. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like you already made your point, dude. We get it. You don't like fat models. You know, like like <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? Like enough, you know. I don't agree with you. It's not necessarily that I don't, you know, and that doesn't even well, mean that but that's why I liked it. what we were talking about that one podcast. Yeah. Which well, is the, what the I would The issue I have is not just like, look, okay, thick women are not your thing. Mm-hmm. That's but th- fine, dude. When you when you no, listen to him, on. though, he but says on, like he on. says like so, actually sexually. This. this is why. In in let, ro- me, let in, me finish though. Like okay, like okay. sorry. Thick dude. women, thick women might not be your thing, but when you make it. But society's trying to shove them down my throat. Society's trying to make it okay and all this stuff. Like, society's trying to embrace different types of body types. That's Which there are plenty of. Which there are plenty of. And not every Mm -hmm. woman is going to look like a model. Well, and statistically speaking. Because a model is a certain type of body type. Well, and statistically speaking, like, yeah. Like, it's like you're not even... Okay, so this is what I was going to po- point to. I think because when you talk to him, he likes like they'll t- the, every now and then it'll come out of him where he'll like be talking to the guests and the guests will like bring up, well, what are you into like sexually? And he says it. He's like, I like girls with big butts. You know what I mean? Like I like yeah. thicker women. You know what I mean? So it's like in my in my mind, I'm thinking me thinks the lady doth protest too much. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I, that's what I think about Rogan where it's like, I think he's saying that because he's kind of ashamed a little bit that he's this meathead buff guy that in reality, even though his wife's like a skinny, you know, like model looking, you know, Brentwood chick. Um, I think that deep down, like his real secret sexual like desire is a thick chick. You know what uh, I mean? And I'm like, hey man, I don't. I'm not bagging on you. What? No, your internet froze on me. Oh, okay. Where did it? Where did it? So I didn't hear something about his wife being a Brentwood chick. Oh, okay. So his wife was like, is like, even though she's like a Brentwood chick, you know, like a like a stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, me thinks because he protests so much that it's like I think deep down he really just really wants a thick chick to ride his dick. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's funny to me because it's like, dude, there's no shame in that, man. I'm super into thicker girls. You know what I mean? Like, I know yeah. plenty of men who are, and that was my point of the. And we don't have to expound on that because there's plenty of shit going on in the world right now. My my only like thought about it was. It's funny to me that girls say that it's like it's like a patriarchy thing. That's where I disagree because I'm like it's not because I can find you men that are attracted to you whatever size, look, color, shape, creed you are. There's going to be a dude that's into it. You know what I mean? Like or yeah. If you're gay, you know, there there will be a chick or what whoever, you know what I mean? There, uh, there is always somebody out there for you. There is no doubt about that. You know what I mean? Like there are dudes that are into weird, super like niche fetishes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. or that are really into just like sexually just attracted to the weirdest things. I have weird ones. You know what I mean? Like um, I know plenty of dudes that do. So like it's funny to me that girls use the patriarchy like excuse for 
for that stuff when I'm just like, listen, you're trying to impress a gay dude. Like you're saying it's a patriarchal thing, but it's like most men that are in fat that created fashion are either gay or closetly gay. You know what I mean? Like so it's like so essentially you're you're saying all you men want stick figures. It's like it's not true. You know what I mean? Like it's just not true. Like at least for straight men, I can tell you it is not true. Well, you know I what I mean. The other, the other aspect. So you're you're you you're basically same... fighting up uphill an uphill battle. Like um, you could make the same argument about like short women versus tall women. Most models are like super tall. They have a very yeah tall, for sure for sure slender frame. Well, and then and it's because it's because you can do really interesting things with with those lines sure well and, uh, and what i was also goes, gonna say like it's, it's two things it's two well it's probably several things that made the stick figure model like famous for being like the pinnacle of human perfection or whatever you want to say when the truth is is that like straight that stuff's not made for straight men like straight men don't look at that you know what i mean like they don't give a uh, shit about that I, at least I don't. I mean, I you know I know plenty of straight men who are like not very like fashionable and like really care. You know what I mean? Like it's really it's made for women and well, gay men. About... You know, like it's like and not only that, like the reason why those stick figures are the thing was because it was cheaper to make the product. You know, what, you know what I mean? Like because you're using less fabric. So that's like essentially those. There's a bunch of reasons why that is, none of which to me say patriarchal, more so says like it sells more shit. You know what I mean? Like, I so. disagree, but. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why do you disagree? I, you can't just hard stop. And no, I feel like if I say stuff, you, you, start to, you start to go off on it. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. Uh, no, I feel like whether or not a man is fashionable he's he's still well i'm talking to... about women though i'm not talking about men but i'm talking about that saying, the stick figure that, yeah you're saying that it's that is specifically for gay men and and women and women and that like, are very fashionable that are that in is, fashion that <clears> is still a uh generally societal accepted look of of beauty that's why it's in you know all the magazines even you know even porn and playboy and whatnot still use very thin women i mean now maybe not no. that's what joe rogan is pissed about i'm telling like, you right now as a as a guy that like as has has a girlfriend long distance <laughs> watching a lot of porn lately and i get like none of the girls you find are stick well, maybe sticks. that's the porn that so. you watch <laughs> but that's what i'm saying is like i'm a but generally I'm, decent dude and a good looking dude and it's like i'm i don't care if you're thin in fact it's not what i'm attracted to you know what i mean like i'm attracted to girls with curves so yeah i think we're talking past each other on on this subject i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> no i think we're i think like we don't have to like keep going on it like you know yeah no i, I don't i'm, I'm you know. good with derailing because the there's <laughs> yeah yeah but essentially like, what i'm saying is a very is, complex subject but i think that that society now is trying to embrace different body types, but right, and and they're trying th these men like Joe Rogan tend to equate that with society being like, no, that's there's other like healthy looks, and women are trying to making themselves unhealthy, trying to follow this 
this societal trend. Mm -hmm. So we need to give better representation to different body types. But that does not mean that society is saying Lizzo is healthy. Right. Like, like. Well, and that's, and that was. But there are plenty of men out there who would find Lizzo very attractive. Yeah. And and that was my argument was the whole power and authority thing. And I think that's the difference. You know what I mean? Like men like like Joe Rogan and men that like want to keep the status. Yeah, I saw that big rip. Um, that was a big rip. <laughs> that uh, that thing. Hopefully you don't get too stoned that you're like, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. I'll eat up. I'll Can you help me get home? <laughs> Dude, that was that actually worked. That amazed me. Um. But yeah, man, I, I I think like getting back to it and and probably ending on it. I, I don't want to because there's more stuff I want to talk about. But ending on this is like that's the that's was my whole argument with power and authority. Like, what gives you the authority to speak to these people's lives? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you just want power of them. You want you want to immediately be like stop the conversation and listen. If you're talking from a from a MMA fighter that has been fighting his whole life, that has been super jacked and super healthy and very much into fitness and dietary plans and health, <coughs> that makes sense. But talk about it like that. Don't just be like, well, these women aren't hot. It's like, I, I disagree. I disagree well, wholeheartedly. Well, and to call it an authoritarian thing that society right yeah yeah it's like no dude they're just trying to they're just trying to include people like what do you have against people being included you know what i mean like like i yeah so new topic yeah new topic i got one i had a weird week uh full of like basically as as a manager i had to like discipline people at work which was a weird thing for me are you talking about uh, the dude that that quit this is this is i'm not gonna go into specifics of the the situations because i think that's a hr thing like sure i think my sure. work would get mad but well, um, we can always quack if you you know but but it was interesting i had this conversation with my boss and his his thing that he is coming down to is the is this no no, this is a new guy that's between me and myself. Actually, my old district manager from Starbucks when I first moved to LA gotcha. ten years ago. I'll quack he, like, all, both those names, but but um, but he uh, he and I are having this conversation, and he keeps giving me this feedback that you know people on your staff are not friendly, like they're not as friendly as they could be, and you need to work on that. And I'm like, okay. okay, I've had I've had that conversation before. Like, hey guys, feedback I'm getting is we need to be more friendly. Can we focus on being more friendly? And it is lost on anyone that you say that to. Like, you could say that to me. I consider myself a very friendly person. Yeah. Uh, as even in customer service, I can fake it. That's one thing that taught me is how to fake it. Right. Uh, but like. <laughs> And he is the king of that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I, I was Fake so niceness. just frustrated with it. Like, yeah. not sure how to communicate it. So I'm talking with my boss about it, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. He breaks it down. He's like, "Oh, there's five things." I was like, "Okay, what are these?" He's like, "Eye contact, use people's names, repeat their drink order back to them with like whatever special requests that they had." Yeah. Uh, uh, smile and have tell them to have a great day. 
He's yeah. Like, those are the things. Those are the things I'm asking for. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like yeah. that's so easy and so much better than telling someone to be friendly because it gives them like a, a game plan. You know what I mean? It gives you a script. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. You're a salesman. It, you know. Yeah. Like, that's essentially what you are. You know. And yeah. I think I think in the beginning stages of like my coffee thing. And and I I think we can both attest to this. It's like we just tried too hard. We tried too hard to like we gave too well, much of ourselves and then when like at the end of the day you're just fucking depleted. You know what I mean? Like I think, you need I think a go to script, you know. It's so hard to like I've never heard it quite put into words like that. Like yeah. whenever I've gotten feedback like that, like or given feedback or whatever with customer service is it's so vague because the role is vague. Like, okay, charm the people and, you know, like it's like people, some people just don't even know how to have have a small talk conversation. Yeah. Or they'll avoid a small talk conversation and yeah. in doing so appear unfriendly. But to have it broken down into those basic things that like I can have a shit day, fake a smile, use someone's name, don't have to engage them in conversation. Uh, maybe have to give them a bullshit. Doing all right, like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Don't a- like, don't ask me that. <laughs> but yeah. my go-to is always doing all right. And some people are like, oh, just all right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yep. What can I make for you? Yeah, exactly. Or then I have one lady. I have one lady who like, whenever she asks them or hears someone else ask me, and I just say, oh, doing all right. She's like, there it is. There's that answer. That guy. That guy. That's how you know it's a good day. You know it's a good day because he's like doing all right. He's like, it's like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, in, <laughs> but like, yeah. The the Go rest ahead. of it, the, just just the simplicity of the script was something that I loved, and I I I think I agree. We tried too hard, and at the same time, consider what we do to be friendly Mm -hmm. and good and like if you consider yourself to be friendly and someone's like be friendlier it's like what (laughs) like i'm having i'm in a good mood i'm in a good mood and someone's like be happier yeah like uh what well it's a dumb thing too because you're trying to give somebody you know what i mean it's 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 kind of like how we did with minotis where it's like you're trying to give somebody an experience but you can only do that for like so long and then your energy is depleted because you're having the same conversation like with different people, you know, and we had regulars and, and, and we had things and, but you're not, that's why that's something I didn't understand. And that's, that's probably why I didn't they gel well with Minotti's, even though when I was on, I was on, you know what I mean? But when I was off, it was like, I couldn't give you the same performance. Whereas like people are there to see nicely. That was why they were there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it was nicely was that shop. And now that he's not there, I don't know how it's doing, but you know, I imagine like it's a little bit difficult because he was his own thing. You know what I mean? Like it was his yeah. shop. So, um, I mean, I look, I look back on my interactions with, even though, you know, I have disagreements with how they handled your situation. Yeah. Um, and I don't like how much power they gave to Quack. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but like, and I found I found their customer service guidelines in my desk the other day, mm-hmm. and it was very like very heavy on the the PC. Like, we need to understand that there are yeah. people of like every race and whatever, and like trying to teach people to be these uh well uh social like not diplomat that what is it when you ambassadors yeah yeah. to like all the various communities that are like underserved and all this stuff and it's like that's way too high-minded just yeah encourage people to be good to people right right yeah and i understand having that conversation about yeah no we we do we get a really diverse crowd and we need Mm -hmm. to be sensitive to that yeah but yeah, you're that... gonna lose people on that that language of you need to be sensitive to this and understand, and that's yeah, that's the core of our customers. And a lot of it it's is like, like no. well, no shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like we're working in an alternative shop, you know what I mean? Like this is this shop is an alternative way of way of doing things, but it's also like at least when we were there, it was an experiment in in when. It's 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 the other side of the coin, which we don't see a lot of nowadays, especially in like liberal society. We don't see a lot of the days of like when PC goes wrong. You know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that was like that shop. You know what I mean? I want to like, watch that. I want to watch that A and E show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's well, basically the spinoff when animals attack. Yeah, when yeah. PC goes wrong. <laughs> it's true, and it's like when it goes too far. You know what I mean? Like when it goes too far, and it, and it's not. I had an argument with Nate about this the other day, and I actually like kind of him and I kind of came to this compromise of like the same way like you know conservative people need to be less or to, need to be more open minded and need to like see other people's plight and see other people's struggle. In that same way, like like extreme liberals have to uh, have to embrace grace. You know what I mean? You need to give people grace. It takes a while for these to change people's minds. You know, it's not yeah. it's not an immediate an immediate solution, and it's not something that you can you can uh, completely like abolish by having purity tests. You know what I mean? Like that's just it's like if if religious religion has taught us anything, it's that that shit doesn't work. You know, you know what I mean? Like. Just to be like, hey, change, because I want you to. It's like, well, that's not a good enough, you know what I mean? Like, or, hey, you know, like, you need to be more tolerant of this. And it's like, that person, that might be the first person of that ilk that they've ever seen in their lives. And it's it's crazy to them because, you know. It's like it's different. It's yeah, it's different. Norm. It's nothing they've yeah, been exposed to. It's nothing to. they've been exposed to. And you can't just completely, you know. And, you know, I, I had a lot of, like, in my p- personal case of that, it's like I had a lot of, you know, exposure to, like, di- alternative di- lifestyles and different ways of, you know, being in Minneapolis. It, but I was still kind of green, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know, I you know? think of it like like H.P. <clears throat> Lovecraft is this author from, like, the early 90s. I know who he is, he Cthulhu. Yeah, I got it. So it recently it was like, well, he was pretty racist and all this stuff. And you can read like some of his writings where he yeah. talks about wandering down a street and I think in America, but he talks, oh no, no, walking through a street in Asia and mm-hmm. he's like, and all these like 
weird looking people and like weird smells and foods that you would never eat and like all this like weird you don't yeah. understand anything going on you're lost and and I agree that you know when you depict it that way yeah it can easily be taken as very racist but it was interesting because but I, you can't retrograde things like it that, got you know? it got put in a new context for me when I went to Paris uh yeah in like 2020 mm-hmm. because I'm which is crazy the by the way middle of pandemic and you go to fucking <laughs> no, Paris. no 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 it was literally the week before the pandemic oh oh yeah you're right you're right you're right so like <laughs> <laughs> i came back had a week and then everyone was like the world's ending <laughs> but like uh uh but no like walking through these streets and you hear stuff and i'm familiar enough with the sound of french Mm-hmm. But I have no clue what people are saying, and it's not right. Spanish, which I might be able to pick up on. It's like, or at least pick out some words, yeah. Weird, weird, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and like, totally different world that I've been into, and I can't like communicate with other people because, sure, either A, they don't, they hate Americans and they won't speak English to you, <laughs> or. Or they don't speak English. Or a lot of it, they just don't speak it. And they can't, you know, they you guys like, can't relate. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, like now I understand that, that weirdness that he was trying to convey. I don't think he was doing it in a racist way. He was doing it from his personal perspective of like. But that's, you know, that's what I've I'm talking I've never been about. exposed to this. And, and this yeah. is just bizarre to me. You got to have grace for that. You know what I mean? Especially retroactively. It's like. It's like, oh, this per- like when people were trying to cancel Lincoln or something, I think that was yeah. happening. And it was like, are you kidding me? Cancel Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, dude. There was like some cancel like Lincoln thing where they wanted to strike his name off of like certain monuments and, and like libraries or whatever. You know what I mean? That were named after him. It was going you on. Know. Like a lot of that stuff was just going like way too far. And it's like, listen, man, like we've been through the ringer. And yes, America is predominantly like built off the backs of a very tumultuous and shitty past, but we have to recognize that and move forward. You know what I mean? We can't retroactively like cancel people where it was like, yeah, you would have been racist too. You stupid cunt. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, come on, man, you gotta be kidding me. You know, like everybody (laughs) was, you know what I mean? Like it, it was like, it was, including peoples of other races were like racist against like other people you know what i mean like it it just it's universal it it's just our past society was was different society was more isolated and now we're more exposed to other people absolutely and And that doesn't necessarily mean that like you know i agree with it that just means that like you have to like be able to move forward. You can't you can't look at the past with the same scrutiny that you use now. We're different people. We're much smarter. Is... We're much we're much much more like uh, uh information is much more available and like super like immediate. You know what I mean? But like... there are, there are still people that <clears throat> are generally more closed minded to. But they're always new willing. or other ideas. Yeah, they're always. The goal willing. is to the goal is to try and help coax people to open the door a little bit and not kick the door in on them. <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. It's it's more so to expose them and then just see how they react. And if if they react shitty enough times to where you can tell they won't change, well, then that's a shitty person, and then you can just 
you can just be like, well, I just won't, yeah. I just won't associate with you. Not yeah. like I'm going to embarrass you in public. You know what I mean? Like, and, and for being ignorant, it's just like, well, I just kind of have to slowly weed you out of my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's, yeah. I've had to do that with a couple family members where it's like, now it, I gotta, I gotta bail, you know? In, in um, terms of society being different, uh, for, for different people, you know, I learned today, George Washington died in 1799 and the word dinosaur was not coined for these like gigantic fossils they found until the 1840s. Mm. And so George Washington had no concept of dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I posted that on, I think it was Instagram or something. Someone responded to me and they're like, well, that explains a lot about our constitution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they well, didn't know dinosaurs existed, so they would have really yeah. had different, yeah, different exactly. viewpoint. Exactly. Well, I love, you know, again, like, I don't mean to keep bringing him up, but Rogan says, you think about that, 1799 was when he died, you said? Yeah. So if people live to be 100, which... You know, if you lead a healthy life, you can, or close to 100. I think back then it was like 50 or 60. Sure, but like nowadays, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're, you know, able to live to 100 or close to 100, that's only two people ago, man. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's, it puts it into perspective a lot where it's like, that's two people ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Like two, two people, you know, one person gets born and then dies, then another person gets born. That's two people ago. That's not. Well, I mean, long. in the last, I think in the last, we're a very young country. I think in the last twenty or thirty years, the very last slave, like person who was born a slave, died. When? <clears throat> in the last twenty or thirty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was not long ago, um, and that was the thing. Is, is that it's, right? I Maybe it was in the seventy. Well, I mean, if you live to be a hundred, hold on. Yeah, hold on. I gotta. I'm gonna go pee and get a beer. So look at okay. <clears throat> you there? I am here. Can't see your face. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I was trying to click something else. Okay. And then uh, everything's it... rolling. Everything's recording. Everything's rolling. Okay. So did you find out? <clears throat> yes. Nineteen seventy-two. Wow, was the last when the last actual his name slave was, died? His name was Peter Mills. He was born into into slavery uh, in nineteen forty one. So seven or fifty years. He lived. Ago. He lived one hundred and ten years. That a boy. Damn. <laughs> Fucking a dude. That's a long <laughs> life. Yeah. Wow. And so basically, he went from slavery, being a literal slave, to, to segregated people, to freedom to. to- <laughs> To like to civil rights, to seeing people land on the moon, to the yeah. internet. Well, no, no, he did not see the internet because that was not till the eighties. So, yeah. but like saw people land on the moon. Like yeah. guy saw guy saw the invention of flight. To well, we just put a person on the moon. <laughs> yeah, put a man on the moon. For sure, that's wild, but, dude. Yeah, yeah, 50, 50 years ago. I mean, he yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it really wasn't that long ago. And I mean, you know, it seems glacial. It seems like tectonically slow, 
but progress is definitely being made. And that's why I like hearing from like like older black people when they talk about this stuff because they they're just like yeah, my kids say like they don't have freedom and I look at them like bro. <laughs> you know what I mean like come on or or that we're at least digressing, you know what I mean? Like like we're not getting better as time goes yeah. on. It's like bro. Like you understand well, this was- this was the, the interesting. I saw uh, the definition of. It's progressivism. definitely gotten better, is what I mean. <laughs> you know? Progressivism and conservatism. Someone was trying to say conservatism is not just to you know oppose progress. Mm-hmm. Conservatism is to say, let's not have progress happen too fast, where we miss some things. Like mm. that's uh, bullshit. <laughs> but, but I mean, whatever. ultimately, yeah. That's oh, so your goal is to slow progress, like. Well, that's why I like I don't say I'm I'm either side I'm I am progressive yeah. I'm progressive like that it's like at, at least ideologically I don't know if I live it out to the best of my ability but I do I will say that like I am first and foremost progressive because I always think we should be evolving and learning and growing and yeah. becoming better people I never want to yeah. be an old man that's just like a curmudgeon you know. <laughs> Things are better in in my yeah yeah no I don't I don't want to say that I mean as much as it sucks in my you know and what I'm trying to do as a musician and stuff like that it's it's it was definitely better at a certain point. I mean you could say you could say art was better in your day, but it was also it's also a bad argument because it's like no that's just was my prime you know what I mean like that was that was my prime so that was like when most emotionally attached because that was the biggest emotional wave of your life. Yeah, and it was also like when I could actually make something of like this the you know this is why it's like I have to evolve or die, you know what I mean? Like it's I have to get with the times or you know, get off the pot, so to speak. So. Yeah. Um I got a tune for you, buddy. Okay, I have hold been... on. I'm opening my my music thing. I realized that was not open. Oh, that's okay. Um and I'll tell you the story behind it. So, uh, I've been watching Stranger Things. I don't know if you watched the newest season. Oh, yeah. I've been binging that all day. Yeah, dude. And uh, there's a tune on there that just, like, I was like, fuck, I didn't know that was her. Um, But it was originally, or it was later covered by a band called uh, uh, Placebo that I used to listen to in, in high school. Um, came out in 03 and I didn't know it was like this original artist and I kind of want to do a deep dive on her cause I love this song was so good. Um, let me know when you're ready. Dude, I don't know why my computer is glacially slow. <sighs> I think you just keep too many fucking. Nope. Nope. I close it all before these really? things. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember one time going to your browser and it was like you had like eight million things tabbed. <laughs> I do oh, now yeah. because I'm they're all, they're all like they're all like cord cord sheets or something like that. But see, I know that I've got to like oh, in, I mean, in my phone it's the worst because I just don't close tabs in my phone. But on my computer, yeah, I am constantly opening tabs and I just I'm like I need this open so it's easier to access for mm-hmm. something I'm gonna do a week from now. But, like, before we record these things, I always go, 
and close everything, make sure everything's mm-hmm. saved, close everything down because I know I need all the processing power. It's an older power computer for... too, isn't it? Everyone says that it's 2018. Oh, that's I mean not that's old four at all. years. It's four years. But... That's not old at all, though. You got yeah. that before, like 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 a I couple January years before 1st, I left. January first, 2018. What? Yeah, I was. That my, is like... crazy. Well, and you also run a lot of like heavy duty programs though don't you with your with your art i mean yeah so i have like yeah. my 3d printer files uh but you also have like your, your and like photoshop art. files yeah and, although a lot of that's on my ipad but mm-hmm. uh oh okay i'm ready who is this okay we're gonna go to kate bush name of the song is running up that hill a oh. deal with god and it was like the main single off the new Stranger Things. And dude, the scene that it's yeah, in they... is fucking great. Uh, did you? How I mean, far have you gotten? Are you on like at what episode? I'm on season or episode six, I think. Oh yeah, so you saw the scene then? Um, yeah, yeah. Where she's running out of the fucking thing. It's where so she's running intense. up that hill. Well, she's running out of the, <laughs> like whatever the Vecna's layer. Or yeah, whatever. it's so good. All right, uh, three. Two, one, play. And if only could, I'd make a deal with God, and I'd get him to swap our places. Be running up that road, be running up that hill, be running up that building. See if only could. Dude, it just gives me the chills. Yeah. Like, it just gives me, like, like it hits me in the feels. And and honestly, like, it's I knew her, I knew Kate Bush in, like, the periphery. Like, I've never really done a deep dive on her. But I'm, I'm gonna li- not going to lie to you, after watching that Stranger Things thing, I'm going to do a deep dive on her. I'm going to tell yeah, you all, I all mean, the tracks. But I, I knew the song when I heard it in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have, like could tell you i've heard it couldn't have told you that's what i'm saying well and that's what i was saying is like oh go ahead go ahead no that's what i'm saying yeah i i it was like i couldn't put my finger on it but i knew this song and i found out it was it was because i was really into this band called placebo in high school i don't know if you know placebo um it was kind of the same vein of like Spoon no, and like just random alternative early two, ni- late nineties early two thousands bands, but um, my buddy Kenny showed me this song by by Placebo and it was this, but it it's like it's like down like a couple like keys so the guy can sing it you know what I mean yeah um, and it just kind of like it was it was a cool cover and i used to listen to it all the time but i just i just i used i there was like a month where i just listened to it nonstop and then i stopped you know from what was on to the next thing or whatever um but i never knew it was by kate bush so this is yeah. like the original version and it's so much better can i tell you the lyrics this yeah. one this one I, I i don't do this often but i want to tell it so it goes if it, it it doesn't hurt me, do you know? Do you <laughs> excuse me? It doesn't hurt me. Do you want to feel how it feels? Do you know? Want to know? Know that it doesn't hurt me. Do you want to hear about the deal that I'm making? Uh, you, it's you and me. 
And if I could, if I only could, I'd make a deal with God and I'd get him to swap our places. Be running up that road, be running up that hill, be running up that building. Say if I only could. You don't want to hurt me, but see how deep the bullet lies, unaware of tearing you asunder. Ooh, there's a thunder in our hearts. There's so much hate for the ones we love. Tell me, both, we both matter, don't we? You, it's you and me, it's you and me. Won't we be happy? And if I only could, I'd make a deal with God and I'd give him to swap our places. Be running up that road, be running up that hill, be running up that building. Say, if I only could, it's you and me, it's you and me. Won't be, won't be happy, Un, won't be unhappy. Excuse me. <clears throat> Uh, oh, come on, baby. Oh, come on, darling. Let me steal this moment from you now. Oh, come on, angel. Come on, come on, darling. Let's exchange the experience. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's like... There is something about it, man, where it's like... It just... In that scene, when I, when I first heard it in the show, I was like, that's a cool song. And then the last episode, I think it was like episode five, where she gets... I mean, spoiler alert, where she gets taken by the the thing and she's in yeah. the upside down or whatever, and then she's running. And they find out like this whole season, like music has been like kind of like the the underlying theme of it, where it's like music will save you, kind of a kind of has seems like the underlying message of this season. Yeah. Uh and it's so good because they use this song because this song is just like melodically, I can tell you as a songwriter melodically this is a very interesting song you know what i mean like it's 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 extremely like and it's an extremely interesting melancholy like melody that it's it's crazy they use it because you know like their previous seasons they use like the cults and they've used like you know these crazy cool songs that i'm like ah yeah it's nostalgic this one it was like i don't even know kate bush made this song you know what i mean and yeah I, i didn't even know and i was like Come to think of it, I don't really know much about Kate Bush. So it's like, after this season, I was like, I'm going to do a deep dive on her, dude. <laughs> like, because this is kind of like what I want to, you know, I have I have like this idea of like an EP um, coming up, and I, I kind of want to make it like this, where it's like very... Kind of new wavy vibe, or? a little bit. Yeah, I love, I love it, man. I, I, I mean, I, I, I know I you've been, I'm... I know you've been adding like talking heads to your set, and yeah, yeah. And now this song's coming along. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it, Which... it, you know, I mean, obviously, I want to make it my own. Yeah, um, I think that the whole like using drum machines and and beats and things, it's it's kind of like the thing. My, I want to make an EP where it's a little bit like if you can't beat them, join them. You know what I mean? That seems to be like the the thing that's very popular right now is like like real instruments aren't very popular right now i think like a lot of but i want to do it in a way that's not pandering you know yeah. if that makes sense so i want to make something that's a little bit like idiotech radiohead you know like stuff i mean i've been doing like so much radiohead listening lately so I yeah. added body snatchers to my set. By the way, I've been playing lots more that. drum machines. Yeah, 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 and it, and I think like, um, just something that I can play a beat and sing behind and and create it from the melody up instead of like yeah. a riff yeah. a riff down, which is usually how most writers write. I kind of want to go like melody, and then we'll create a song around that melody. Yeah. So that's that's been my like inspiration and this I threw this on the 
Like I have like a playlist on Spotify that only Nate and I can see, and it's just like references. And so yeah. I'll just throw random references, and him and I've been talking about it. So maybe maybe we'll do it recent soon. Who knows? But um, nice. This definitely was like this is in the vein. You know what I mean? That like yeah. that like uh, and it's a floor tom, but it's probably a drum machine. But it's it sounds like a floor tom. Just do 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 do. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. something that's steady. Um almost like flatline and and the the beauty of songs like this is like is the nuance the nuance in the melody the nuance in the synth chord that's going on or the synth pad that's going on um yeah it's almost like minimal minimalistic in a way you know which is yeah I, you know you know me i mean big dave bazan fan so i'm but then i mean minimalist like it's very fan. minimal for most of that song but then it does have that build moment the whole that, time like, it's where building. like the, yeah. if, you, if you realize yeah. it the whole entire song is building and yeah yeah man, it's a really good song no that's cool so, i mean i'm excited to hear whatever you come up with yeah man i've got a couple like I've got a that's couple cool songs. it's always interesting when you're like like as an artist but not a musician like whenever i'm like i'm gonna try a new medium like that's right. always exciting and it's yeah. always a little bit different and you see what what sort of different things you come up with or come out of that and um as someone who like fights to try and define my own style because i feel like mine is actually very haphazard yeah and i'm just waiting for that style to emerge from whatever me just putting out a ton of stuff mm. um like it's always interesting to hear someone be like, no, I want to change the way I'm doing it. I want to like try something different. See yeah. What comes out of that. So I don't think, I don't think anything bad can come of that. I think, Oh no, I think it's actually, it's, it's just kind of par for the course. It if might take a couple tries. Yeah. To like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best like, at it, but I told Nate, I told Nate about it. Um, in a bar in Nashville, I, I went to Nashville recently and, uh, hung out with Nate. got to hang out with Nate for, he was like, dude, I'm going up there to record a band to Louisville. I'll just stop there and we'll have a couple beers and get some hot chicken. <laughs> and we nice. sat there and drank a bunch of beers and I just kind of told him my thoughts. And he goes, of course he's like, I'm into that. Um, he goes, come up with a couple. I basically, my, my thought is that I was like, I'll come up with the, the, the melody first. And then I'll put like a, like a, like a backing roads piano or whatever I can find on my, synth here and and then i was like and then we can just like i can we can have the general if if we just i i don't want to go into it with a bunch of stuff figured out i just kind of want to be like here's some melodies here's here's a chord behind it just so we know what key it's in and everything and then i want to just go down there and then let's just you know explore some options you know make it very disconnected and very you know you know synth synth based so yeah i think you also uh you have an opportunity with with your range to like bring out like you already bring out emotion in your singing Mm -hmm. um in the songs that you have already put out but if you were to strip away the instrumentation to something far more simple and maybe not running parallel like maybe it would be kind of highlight more like theatricality to it that's kind of the thing is i don't i don't i want it to just be kind of like uh just an ep just like four songs maybe maybe three to four songs and just be something that's you know i can only do this with a synth pad 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can only do this by playing a track and then like, but make it in a way to where it's not like there's musicianship and not a pandering thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it could also be on top 40 radio or it's not know, house music. <laughs> kind of. I want it to be like kind of dancey. I want it to be catchy, but I, like I said, I don't want it to be pandering. Just like okay. that song, like how it's like it's yeah. catchy as shit. It's just, it, but, but it's, it's it's not pandering at all. I mean, it's a very yeah. crazy concept. It's just her basically saying like, "I wish I would have died instead of you." You know what I mean? Like it's a very it's it's struggling with certain things. It's kind of like you know, Grizzly Bears Two Weeks, which is also a really good song, and it's very that's full band, but it's very disconnected sounding. It almost yeah. sounds like a Beatles Maxwell Silverhammer type song, you know? So. The happiest song about murder out there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) A guy that killed his grandma with a hammer. Um, Yeah, man. All right, you got one? Well, I got a song. I got a song for you. I don't know if you've given this a listen yet. It's Mm. off Kendrick Lamar's new album. Dude, I've heard a couple, and they're really good. It's very theatrical, which I love. Yes. Like, I love the piano on this album. Dude, none of it i've never heard piano like this on a rap album it's so funny because like, you never see this on a spotify artist but that's how you know like how famous the dude is um every song on his popular songs it's it's all his newer records <laughs> oh yeah it's gotta well, be good 18 <laughs> of 18 songs on the record and 18 songs charted on the billboard top 100 that's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy and honestly dude doesn't I, I don't know anybody that deserves it more you know what i mean like I, especially as a hip-hop guy i don't there's nobody that deserves it more you know so mad uh, re- mad respect for kendrick this whole album is worth listening to uh as that attests mm-hmm. i think the core of the album mm-hmm. like the best song that is like the summary of what he's getting at yeah um in a lot of it is definitely father time which is the one that i want to go with okay have you heard this one Mm-mm. okay i might have uh, mike showed me a couple oh, things okay but he's like he, he, you know him he's like i just wish you'd get to the beat faster i'm like dude that's yeah, not the yeah. point <laughs> i had a friend who was like i had a friend who was like this is so boring like go to a spoken word show like stop oh, playing God. this <laughs> But, to that person, okay. I say, eat 10,000 chody veiny dicks. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one. You really need some therapy. Real nigga need no therapy. Fuck no, you talking no, about? You sound stupid as fuck. Shit, everybody's stupid. Yeah, well, you need to talk to somebody. Reach out to Eckhart. I come from a generation of home invasions And I got daddy issues, that's on me Everything the four was that taught me May have is buried deep That man knew a lot But not enough to keep me past them streaks My life is a plot Twisted from directions that I can't see Daddy issues all across my head Told me fuck a foul, I'm teary-eyed Wanna throw my hands I won't think out loud, a foolish pride If I lose again, won't go in the house I stayed outside That was fucking wonderful yeah. Do I love the like the the tap shoes stomping like shit in the background? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. 
That dude's a genius. Yeah. That, that, dude, fuck Kanye. That dude's a genius. Like, that dude yeah. is, like, it's, like, that dude is obviously the king of hip-hop in our generation. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, he's the most, con- like, conscious rapper. It's not about, you know, being rich and, uh, That's what I'm saying, man. You know... That was the one thing I hated about 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 hip hop is it's the whole flexing. I can't fucking stand it. It just like I always say that that Kanye not Kanye with his whole like even his Jesus records. His thing is always like he thinks he's a god. god. I am a god. Um, Or it's about like his relationship with God. Is he right with God? But like just on the on the you know on the scales of justice, am I am I a good person or am I a bad person? Whereas Kendrick is like. Kendrick sings about the same things or raps about the same things as far as like what is my relationship with God but it always goes back to what is my relationship with other people because that's what reflects on my relationship with God God is other people I am not a God it is not about me and my ego and am I pure or whatever it is if I am ignoring my community if I am ignoring my partner if I am ignoring my family like that that is a reflection of my relationship with with God. Yeah. So that's where I like Kendrick more because it's like he digs more deeply into it. And it's Dude, not I think I think thing. I think it's it's no disputing he's the best rapper of our time. Yeah. Like, and when I say our, the time, man has a Pulitzer Prize. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't even I don't even necessarily like count '90s rap as our time. I think our time okay. is like later. I think our time could be summed up into graduating high school and going into the world. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that, you know, because I could easily be like, well, what about Pac? What about fucking Biggie? It's like, well, yeah. that's just a dumb argument. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of like Beatles or Stones. It's like, who cares? They're both really great bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same way I feel about Pac and Biggie. It's the same way I feel about West Coast, East Coast. It's the same way I feel about hip-hop in general you know what i mean like it's like there are people making good shit but those people aren't the people that are getting paid the most which is infinitely infuriating you know what i mean like it's it's just like you know like the reason why kanye is kanye is because he has undiagnosed bipolar issues and he well, needs... I think it's diagnosed. I'm he's sorry. On on it's it's him off his meds. You know, like yeah. him him going crazy. And 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 I don't blame him. You know what I mean? In this whole argument of the whole, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but <clears throat> the whole Kanye shit going on right now, it's like I more so feel bad for him, and I'm more so mad at our culture that keeps enabling. You know what I mean? Like his egotism you know yeah. you know what i'm saying because you well, can I mean, have he's been somebody a narcissist for forever forever you know what i mean and and people like talk to me about his greatness like he's a golden god and it's me being like you need to fucking humble yourself you know what i mean like or else it's going to destroy you and yeah. i don't want that for kanye 
because I do like Dark Twisted Fantasy. I do like College Dropout. I do well, like fucking I like think it's- his old shit. But his the problem with his new shit is him getting in his head and thinking that he's a genius. Like a genius comes up with relativity. He is not a genius. He is a talented person who've made who's made some great contributions to music. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think I think the other aspect. But he's not is, a genius. It will it will he's never not a goddamn cost genius. him. It will never cost him his career because he's established this like Kanye being Kanye. But I think that all of that. I'm more has so mad. Do you get things. what I'm saying? It though? has cost him things. It's cost him his family. Right. Do you, Do you I understand? Do you understand what I'm saying why. about it though? Like it it what what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at here? Yeah. What I'm getting at is I'm not mad at Kanye. For thinking he's a golden god. I'm mad at people in our culture that has enabled that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm mad at the whole thing about you're a goddess and you're this, this. It's like, no, you're not. You know what I mean? Like, you're a fucking human. You know what I mean? Like, and you might be very talented. You're rolling in the mud with the rest of us. Yeah, but you are all (laughs) shit, just like me, just like you, and that's okay. And I'm okay with, like, you embracing that. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. You (laughs) could be gay, and that's okay. (laughs) That's all right. You know what I mean? Like, but, but, like, the thing that that always has bothered me about hip-hop culture, and it's the reason that I always harp on it, is... Humility. You know what I mean? Like, there is zero humility when you think that you are the best thing that's ever fucking happened in the entire universe. And there's some crazy shit that can happen when that, when that, when that, when you get too powerful. That's what I love about this Kendrick album is like the whole thing is less like, it's so I'm going to make hits. I'm going to make all hits. It's like, yeah, but it's he, a therapy record. It's a therapy record. It's him going through. Here's the deal. Here's the difference therapy. between between him and Kanye, though. Like Kendrick is just making the best thing that he can make, yeah. and that's why he's famous. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it not because years. he has a fashion line. It's not because he has like shoes on the market. It's because he is making the best fucking record that he can make, and that's why I have mad respect for Kendrick. Yeah. Hands down, bar you're, none. You're going to love this. You are just trying to make the best records you can make. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have no other, like, bullshit going on in your life, or at least to the point where it's going to affect your music. You are literally just making the well, best records. he stays records. out of the tabloids and, and all You are stuff. making the... You are a musician. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, to me is Kendrick's no longer in my point cuz I always make the distinction between rappers and musicians all that stuff. Kendrick is is a musician because he is more concerned about how good his records sound and how good his writing is as opposed to I wonder if the biggest whore of fucking Babylon is fucking another dude like Kim Kardashian, you know what I mean? He doesn't give a shit like, you know what I mean? Like it's not about his it's girl. Less- it's not I've about got a this sick thing. Beat and I've got to write something to it. Right. It's like I am making the best music possible. Yeah. And there was a point where Kanye was there. You know what I mean? Like because he yeah. had nothing. He had nothing and nobody to impress. He was just trying to make good music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's the whole thing with hip hop. The disconnect to me about being well, a rocker and not being a hip hop guy 
is the biggest disconnect to me is because usually rockers and like dudes that are like making like rock music and trying to make like alternative music is we know we're shit we know we're like curmudgeon nerdy like you know yeah. what i mean like we're the we're the un- armpits of society whereas hip-hop is more like look at me look at this money look at what i've got look at what i'm fucking and that's that's the interesting thing it's about just a very, damn his last album is like he has a song called Humble. entire well it's entirely <laughs> about the i'm now rich i'm now a millionaire I now have lots more problems than I ever right. anticipated or anyone in my family has ever had. Biggie Smalls, baby. And more money, I'm, more problems. And yep. I'm like not sure what to do with it, and I don't want it to change me. That's why I love under, I that's like why I love is. underground hip hop and 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 uh, fucking uh, like old school hip hop. It was all about the struggle in the hood. That is yeah. relatable. Well, if. It, it, it's not relatable as a white guy, but it's relatable in the fact that, like, it's like, hey, you came from nothing. Look where you got. That's so cool. But I'm lose this. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm trying to end the episode in this one two minutes. Oh, okay. But the that that is my whole my whole argument with it. It's just like write about what you struggled with. I'd much rather hear what you struggle with. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how big you think you are. You're not. I don't yeah, I don't know who you think you are. You're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and anybody that has like some sort of like imposter syndrome, it's just it's not saying that it is better because what do I know? I'm just me. But I can yeah. tell you that like I will relate to your music more when you're talking about your struggle. That's yeah. what I love to listen to. <laughs> My struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to end it with that. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> nope, I will not. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I think, got some healing to do Egotistic, zero giving fucks And a be specific, need assistance with the way I was brought up What's the difference when your heart is made of stone And your mind is made of gold And your tongue is made of sword But it may weaken your soul My niggas ain't got no daddy Grow up overcompensating Learn shit about being a man And disguise it as being gangsters I love my father for telling me